Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I'm back in my home recording space. This week, I want to talk to you guys about the 90-day challenge. As we are looking at the calendar, uh, as you're listening to this, it is the 19th of January. That means we are just five days out from the start, of the official kickoff of the 90-day challenge, right? starting officially on January the 24th. So as I went through this, first off, let's start with this. Uh, the way this podcast started was with a podcast about the 90-day challenge, where I gave you guys in-depth information as to what it was all about, um, some tips, some tricks, some instructions, some things we were doing in our school. So really the first three episodes of this show was dedicated to the 90 the 90 day challenge. So if you, it'd be interesting, it'd be an interesting look back for you guys to go back and listen to episodes one, two, and three. So you guys could hear a, how the podcast has changed over the years, but hear the information from then all the way till now. Obviously that podcast got a little, that, that, that 90 day challenge got a little bit derailed by COVID and so forth. But uh, that doesn't change that this year we are off to the races and ready to rock. So uh, when talking about the 90-day challenge, one of the greatest questions I get asked pretty constantly is, what is the 90-day challenge? So we'll start with that. The 90-day challenge, <clears throat> excuse me, is our annual fitness competition that we do at Tiger Shulman's to kick off every new year. It is it's a commitment we all make to start off the new year in our best possible health, at our highest level of fitness, and in the pursuit of a goal. Now... Those alone are great reasons to do the 90-day challenge because 95% of uh, New Year's resolutions are fitness-related and 80% of them are given up on or failed upon, or failed on, I should say, by the first week of February. So that means by this time, a significant portion of people have already failed at their, at their New Year's resolution. We want to make sure that that's not the case. And one of the greatest ways you can do that is a, have a mentor or a coach or a guide who's going to bring you through something like the 90-day challenge, who's going to be there to support you and answer your questions and guide you along the way. Additionally, being part of a group. Right? People often fail going to a gym because it's such an individual activity. People are more successful at going to the gym when they join with a couple of friends and they go as a group because they have more people to lean on. Now, to that end, the 90-day challenge accomplishes both of those things in spades. Obviously, me, the instructor in my school, I will be guiding the 90-day challenge. I'll be there to answer the questions, to give ideas, to give feedback, to support people throughout their journey. That way, we're always, we're always, they always have somebody to lean on. They'll always have somebody who has a real background and having taken people through this for a number of years, we'll have some real awesome feedback to give them. We'll be able to analyze what they do if they're having a problem of some kind, if they're running into some kind of issue, if things don't seem to be working for them. Sometimes it's the simplest of things. So that's part number one. That part's covered already. And then you also have the wonderful community of, of our school. Right? We already have, in at least I know in my school, and I know this in and basically every other Tiger Shulman's school that I know, every other instructor that I know, we all build really strong communities in our school. And of course, that kind of stuff 
we, we always say it's the people. When you're the instructor, you always say it's the, the wonderful people that you have. And the people always remind us that, that we're one of the people too. But nonetheless, it's the group. It's the entire group. It's the, it's the community. It's the vibe that we build, right? They say that your vibe attracts your tribe. Well, that means you have a lot of like-minded people in the school with you, people who are on a similar wavelength, who are also goal-oriented. I know I have a wonderful community in my school. I know how my adult students all talk to each other outside of here. I see people you know, waiting for each other to walk in and out of class. Uh, I see people hanging out after class talking in the parking lot. I love that type of stuff. I know that there's like a giant uh, group chat that goes on on Facebook Messenger with a bunch of my students. Uh, and we're going to continue to do those type of things. We're going to build our community even further for the 90-day challenge. We're going to have a group chat going so that people can ask their questions, give their feedback. So these type of things will only help people feel like they have somebody else to lean on, which is a great, great thing. So to that end, being part of a community and having those people to lean on besides the, the mentor, having the people to motivate you, because sometimes, though the mentor is saying things, though the guide is saying things, it's your friend that catches you slacking a little bit, that busts your chops like, hey, why weren't you in class last night? <laughs> Those little things will be the first thing it takes in order to get you in the right direction. To that end, what this also does for us at Tiger Shulman's is it's a way for us to bond our community that much more together. Because as great as our community is, as wonderful as the, the environment in our lobby is before and after class, just the nature of the fact that you have you know, 15, 20 people in an adult beginner class sometimes, it just m renders it so that you're not always meeting everybody. Not everybody starts at the same time. So you have certain people that train together more often, so they've got a closer bond. This is their opportunity to bond people together who don't already have that close bond. There's already a bond because they're going through the class together, but there's, <clears throat> excuse me, there's an even further bond that comes from the people that are going through the 90-day challenge together. So now people who maybe didn't talk to each other already, they're already going to be brought closer because they're part of this same smaller community within our adult community. And we're all going through the same trials and tribulations. Everybody is going to have the same little frustrations along the way, the same temptations, right? The same moments of weakness. And in my experience, every time you go through something, the hardest part is feeling like you're the only one going through it. As soon as you have somebody else going through the same thing and you know they're feeling the same kind of way, it's an, it's an incredibly powerful thing. It's an incredibly relieving thing to know that you're not the only one feeling that way. So I think that does a good job of describing what the 90-day challenge is and why we do it. But let's talk a little bit about the, uh, the process, how, does, how it works. So it's, very, it's a very simple process. Step one is you take yourself three before photos, a front, a side, and a rear perspective. You do those three pictures. You do those on or before January 24th. Right. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, you haven't taken them yet. Right. Somewhere between now and January 24th, next Monday, you take your front, your side, and your rear photos. Then, for the next 90 days, you train your hardest and you eat properly. Of course, that's something each individual school is going to go over. Every instructor in Tiger Shulman's is very well versed in nutrition. They understand it very well. They can explain it very well. And they're going to coach their people through it really, really well. In addition 
to that, they're also going to Distributed Nutrition Guide, which is going to go even further in depth on the things that they, the instructor, are going to go over. I don't want to go over that kind of stuff again here on the podcast because I've already done my seminar in my school. I did it Monday night, and it was wonderful, and uh, people were there. If you're a member of my school and you weren't able to attend the school, you can always email me. I recorded it because that's the kind of person that I am. So I recorded it, uh, and I have a video of it, so that way you guys have the ability to get it again if you didn't, if you weren't able to be there or if you were there and you need the information again auditorily, if being able to read it in the nutrition guide isn't the best way for you to digest it, then by all means, reach out. I have it recorded and I will send it to you. Right? Of course, you guys know how to contact me. I'll go over my contact information at the end. Right? So that's step two is do that for 90 days. Now, <clears throat> to that end, you want to make sure during those 90 days, you step things up a little bit. And I think that happens automatically when you have a goal. When you're training for anything, intensity of what you're already doing goes up a little bit. Case in point, I'll, I'll give you an aside example that I think is very tried and true. There is not a human being in the world who works out, who takes care of their body, that doesn't do that to a higher level, that doesn't increase the intensity, put the goal in mind more than when they have their wedding coming up. You have your wedding coming up, man, you are absolutely positively working out your hardest. I know I did it. I know my wife did it. I, I know a bunch of our friends that did the same thing. That's the, that's the way people are. Why? Because they have that goal in front of them. And those are the pictures that you're going to have on display in your house forever. So you're going to make sure that goal is done perfectly. Well, now we have a shorter term goal. We have a 90 day goal and we're training for step three, which I'll get to in a moment. So to that end, during that 90 days, not only is it a little easier to make the stronger choice, it's a little easier to not give in to temptation, to not give in to moments of weakness, to make a healthier choice instead of a not as healthy one. It's really, really easy to push yourself a little harder when you're thinking about in the back of your mind how you want what comes next at the end of those 90 days, your after photos to look. Right? You will take the same after photos 90 days later so that you can track your progress. When you're training with those pictures in mind, when you're thinking about the body you want to see at the end of that 90 day challenge, man, oh man, oh man, the intensity just rises way up, way up, which is a great thing. When that intensity is higher, you just do better. Right? You're able to, and what's going to be awesome is you're going to find a new level of what you are capable of. There's this thing that happens where people don't, we always have a little bit of a restrictor plate on ourselves. We have a certain level of intensity, of training, of cardiovascular conditioning, of strength that we think we're capable of, a certain level. Now to that end, we don't often find out that we're wrong, that there is a much higher level that we're capable of. We don't often find that out until later. Later, after that, after we are pushed, after we are forced, after something pulls us out of that comfort zone, do we really find out that we had that restrictor plate in ourselves a little bit, that we found out that we didn't uh, really know what our limits were, that we were actually capable of far, far more, which to me is just a wonderful thing to find this limit that you didn't even know that was there, to find this level that you didn't even know was there. To me, that's one of the beauties of training with a goal. 
when you're training with a goal and you're thinking about it so intensely, it just drives an intensity in you that wasn't there before. It's beautiful. What, what better thing could you do than learn more about what you're capable of? I don't think there's a better use of your time, effort, or energy. So, we got 90 days. Who, who can tell what new levels you'll find out about yourselves? I think that's something that's one of the greatest uh, parts of this 90-day challenge journey, is finding exactly what you're capable of. Now, let's speak on those photos for just a moment. As we think about the photos, um, I'll tell you what I do, and then I'll tell you what I tell my students to do. I'm a little bit nutty. I think most people would agree that in terms of my attention to detail. So to that end, I don't like to simply take a picture at day one and a picture at day 90. I don't like to do that. I like to have a flip book of my progress. So because I weigh myself the same day in the same place on the same scale every single week, because I do that, I take a photo every single day. Now, I urge my students to do the same thing. In terms, in terms of uh, the weighing in, same scale, same place, same time, every single week. So, for example, I, I realized I misspoke a moment ago, and I said I take a picture every single day. I don't. I take a picture every single week. For example, I weigh myself on Wednesdays. It's just the day I happen to do it. Um, it's one of the days I can guarantee I'm going to be home in the morning, and I won't have crazy errands running around in the morning and stuff. So because of that, it's something I know I can stay consistent on. So... I love consistency, so I do the same thing every single week. I put my scale in the same place. I use the same scale in the same place in the bathroom every single week. And then I turn around, and I take a picture in the, in, the, in the mirror. And then I write the weight on that every single week. Now, I'm not looking to lose a ton of weight. That's not really what my challenge is about. But for me, I like data. <laughs> I like data which is really funny because I was uh, teasing one of my students a little bit because uh, we, we, she's an epidemiologist, we call her Doc, but Doc was asking me, Sensei, what's a more accurate way to measure my body fat? And I told her that the photo was good enough. And she's like, well, I want to make sure I'm not just losing numbers on the scale. And I told her, you know, she, her being a doctor, I was like, you know, I'm sure you can get your hands on calipers and you will never get more accurate than measuring your body fat in calipers. And she's like, I'll totally get calipers. <laughs> she's also a data-driven person. So I like, I like being able to see the difference both visually and I like to see my journey on the, uh, on the scale as well. For me, it's both. I'm not, like I said, I'm, I'm never looking to lose a ton of weight. Um, what I'm always looking to do is lose some body fat. I think everybody is. Um, and being able to see that I'm doing, accomplishing both that and numbers on the scale and in the, in the mirror, to me, it just makes it better. I tell my students that if you don't want to go to the level that I do and take a picture every week on the same day uh, at the same time, then take a picture at day 30, at day 60, and at day 90. Because every single day in the mirror, you see yourself. And human beings are really good at adjusting. So because we're really good at adjusting, what happens is we see ourselves on day one and then day two and day three and day four and so forth for the whole 90 days. And throughout that time, we're not noticing the change because the change is subtle day to day. And because you're seeing the subtle change day to day, your eyes adjust to it. Your, your image of yourself in your mind adjusts to it. But what happens is you don't notice that two weeks later, everything is changing. Three weeks later, everything is changing. A month later, everything is changing. You don't notice it. But if you take 
pictures on a weekly basis or on a monthly basis, you have a flip book of your progress. You see exactly what happens from photo to photo to photo. That's a crazy thing. Being able to have the visual right there to swipe through your progress, it's incredible. It's an awesome thing to have, which is why I do it weekly. Because I want to see week to week my progress. I want to see as things are getting better. And I also think it's a super motivating thing. When you look at that 30-day photo and you compare it to the day one photo and you see the difference already, I think that motivates you to push yourself to an even higher level, to raise the intensity even more, which is a great, great thing because, again, intensity is what's going to breed those results. So uh, to that end, and that's just the way what I tell my students to do. I know other instructors have similar, maybe different um, ways of going about it. Like I think my, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, my friend Sensei Stein, who runs the Rigo Park Tiger Shulman School, he tells them every 15 days, if I remember what his instructions were. But nonetheless, that's a, uh, that's a really, really important idea as well. Just again, having the way to do that, having the way to track your progress. So to that end, Again, I don't want to go in depth as to what, you know, what I instructed my students to do as far as the nutrition journal and the, the nutrition guide and stuff like that. That's really for, for your instructor to do, and um, you guys can read it. So I don't want to go crazy in depth in, uh, in that. Like I said, if you're a part of my school and you weren't able to be at the seminar and want to hear the video, reach out to me. I'll be more than happy to send it. But uh, to that end, uh, a little tip on, on the idea of weight. You will frustrate yourself entirely weighing yourself multiple times a week on multiple different scales. If you're that type of person where weight is a big part of this for you, if you weigh yourself on your scale at home and at the scale in your school, you're not guaranteeing anything. Again, data-driven, data-driven, driven science here. If you come, you weigh in in your house on a different scale right before you get in the shower. You're on a different scale in the morning. Then you, throughout your day, eat your meals, drink your water, do all the things that you're going to do as a human being. Uh, and then before class, you come in and you weigh yourself on our scale. Number one, there's always differences on scales. Number two, you've put in so many calories between when you weighed yourself in the beginning of the day and what you weighed yourself at the school. You didn't do anything to get rid of those calories. Right? They're still there. Right? The weight of that food, the literal weight, is still there. It's still in your digestive system. It hasn't gone anywhere yet. So because it's still there, you step on the scale, and then you get mad at us. You're like, I'm always so much heavier on this scale. Well, yes, because you're not comparing apples to apples. As I said many times, I like to eliminate variables. That's why I do it the same day of the week, and I do it in the same place. I, like, I'm that level of meticulous. I have a vinyl tile floor in my bathroom. There's one of the seams. I line one of the seams up just perfect so I know the scale's in exactly the same place so I don't get any variance of floor. I make sure I'm wearing exactly the same thing. I do everything the same, the day of the week, everything. So that way, I know I'm really comparing apples to apples. If you were to do what I described, weigh yourself in the morning at home, go through your day, at class, weigh yourself again, you're taking, you're putting in so many variables that you actually, that you don't know what's really different 
I can guarantee you one of the things that's different is that there's food in your di digestive system that wasn't there when you weighed yourself in the morning. There's that number one. But then there's so many other things that can be different, right? You weighed yourself before you got in the shower. You're weighing yourself in your uniform at class. There's a difference in weight there, right? You're weighing yourself on a different scale. There's likely to be a different weight there. You're weighing yourself on a different floor. There's likely to be a different weight there. So eliminate the variables and do it the same every time. Um, again, the biggest thing that the 90 day challenge that you need to do is stay consistent. Lean on your community, lean on your guide. If you're a part of my school, you already know how to do that. If you're a part of one of the other Tiger Shulman schools, you already know, uh, you already know who your guide is. You already know who to lean on. Let's, let's really get after this 90 day challenge. I don't know about you guys, but I have some goals that are not just fitness related that I'm trying to accomplish in the next 90 days. And to me, this is integral to part of them. What I'm doing health and nutrition wise is integral to those, those goals. So to that end, I want you guys to make sure that you're doing the same thing. Really have clear goals as to what you want to accomplish this 90 days. Really know it. Have it very specific. We've talked about how to set specific goals. Know what you want to accomplish and let's do this together. Uh, every couple weeks, I'm going to check back in with you guys. Uh, I'll give you guys a, a little bit of my feedback about the 90 day challenge, how I'm feeling and so forth. I'll give you guys a little insight. I've already started. All right? When it comes to the 90 day challenge to help fire me up, I never start at the same time as my students. I always start a couple of weeks ahead of time because I want to already be in that mode when you guys are getting there. So I'm already in the mode. I've already taken a couple of pictures. I'm already happy with what I'm seeing. So I can't wait for you guys to feel what I'm feeling. So let's get after it, guys. Let's make it a great 90-day challenge. That's all I have for you guys today. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. On Twitter and Instagram, I am at sensei underscore leonelli. Sensei is S-E-N-S-E-I. Leonelli is L-E-O-N-E-L-L-I. You can find my school, uh, <coughs> excuse me, you can find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. You can find us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash Smithtown. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. You can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. You can go to tsk.com slash 90 day challenge for more information on the 90 day challenge and for the application to register. Uh, you can find the podcast on Instagram at TS Smithtown Podcast. As always, guys, please make sure that you guys subscribe, get your new episodes every Wednesday, leave a rate, leave a review, and share this podcast. I want you guys to share it out with as many people as you can, maybe some people who are on the fence about doing the 90-day challenge, and get them on board. Right. Until next time, my friends, invest in yourself, and I will see you guys on the map.